You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. Kicking off our third season, this is the first of a three-part program with prolific composer Alan Menken. This program originally aired in 1982, before Mencken won eight Oscars for his music and films like The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and Enchanted. Back in the 80s, we spoke primarily about two of Alan's theater shows, God Bless You, Mr. Rosewater, and Little Shop of Horrors. In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was looked on as something shocking, but now God knows anything goes. On the 21st day of the month of September, in an early year of a decade not too long before our own, the human race suddenly encountered a deadly threat to its very existence. And this terrifying enemy surfaced, as such enemies often do, in the seemingly most innocent and unlikely of places.
This is Anything Goes. I'm your host, Paul Lazarus. Sheila K. Davis, Lilani Jones, and Jennifer Lee Warren performed the prologue to Little Shop of Horrors. And my guest today is Alan Menken, composer of Little Shop of Horrors, the off-Broadway hit currently running at the Orphan Theater. Welcome, Alan. You were a guest, uh, one of my earliest guests on Anything Goes, Alan, June of 1979. Uh, Since then, among other projects, you've contributed music and our lyrics to God Bless You, Mr. Rosewater, Real Life Funnies, Battle of the Giants, its working title, The Dream of Royal Street. Dream on Royal Street. Dream on Royal Street, and of course, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, just among some of the many things you've been doing. I thought it'd be fun to start out today by... uh, Going back to our early interview in June 79 and hearing a segment of that. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but later on today, we'll be talking about all the, the shows Alan has written uh, since since that interview in 1979 and playing many uh, recordings, most of them actually rare and, and never played before on the radio. But uh, this, this is a moment from that uh, interview in June of 1979. You write fluidly in just practically about every medium because you're writing in the pop field and you write for... Sesame Street, and you also write very heavily theatrical music. Well, I don't write serious, uh, although I could, I suppose. I don't, um, okay, I'll take the compliment. No, <laughs> anyway. I, I mean it as one, too. Thank and, you. and I've heard, you know, enough of your music to, to realize that you have an ability to, to take a style and sort of put it over your shoulders and, and work within it. Yeah. And uh, maybe you are unique among some of the other writers that I've heard is that your comic material works very well, whereas a lot of people... They, when they try to write that comic song, they just cannot pull it off. And, mm. and one song I want to get you to play later is the one that I heard for the first time at Chelsea Encore series, uh, Pinkfish. You know, when I first played that in workshop, <sighs> Pinkfish is a song that has its roots in theater. I, it also has its, its, I learned, there are other lessons to be learned. I mean, the workshop was a place to learn theater. The ballroom and other cabarets were a place to learn how to put over a single song, a single comedy number. Or a single, you know, any any number. But I really got to study their faces as an accompanist playing in back of singers who were doing my material. Pinkfish I wrote as a piece of special material for um, a singer named David Summers. And David uh, uh, had come to New York from Texas, and he'd been in a show called The Faggot. We played The New Boy in Town. And he had some good credits. We needed a, a number for David, a comedy number. A comedy number that applied to David came out of his experience and would be humorous using David's assets. Now, David is not someone who can deliver a one-liner, necessarily. I mean, he can't, sure, he can get away with it, but the thing is, David has this ingenuousness, this wide-eyed kind of wonder, and he's anything but Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I started talking to David about, when he first came to New York, what his reactions were because we felt in a cabaret act it's important to pinpoint who this person is that you're seeing. Um, and uh, David went things, did things like went to a bank and he saw a sign that said, Chinooka Club. And he said, how do I join the Chinooka Club? And I got a kick out of that and I kept thinking, okay, the idea of the song is David does not know what to make of Jewish people. But you can't, I can't use the word Jewish. I've got to find a good um, analogy for Jewishness. And you found that analogy? And I found that the analogy, I, I, he had talked about pinkfish on a big stale donut. 
I said, what a funny idea. With a glob of cream cheese. Now, I just, any, any Jewish audience, if you hear the, if you hear the words a glob of cream cheese, already they're gonna laugh. Um, I'm laughing. <laughs> when I first saw New York City, I felt a weakness in my knees. So I went to a kosher deli and asked for a ham and cheese. No cheese, no ham. I guess I don't know where I am. American as apple pie, peanut butter and jam. I was getting desperate, the hunger moved to my soul. So I went next door to Ratner's and asked for a buttered roll. The waitress suggested a bagel or a bialy with a schmear. She said, enjoy it, don't finagle, try it, you'll like it, dear. She gave me pink fish on a big stale donut with a glob of cream cheese sitting on the side. What is this pink fish? Am I supposed to eat this? You didn't even heat this. I think it's still alive. I went to my first audition for Fiddler on the Roof. But when I saw the other actors there, I thought I made a goof. No beanie, no beard. I guess I look kind of weird. But when I heard it was a religious show, I was mighty cheered. So I strode into the tryout and I sang Amazing Grace. When I heard the director cry out and fall flat on his face, he went splat, not crunch. You know, I kind of had a hunch. So I took a look and I was right. His face was in his lunch, which consisted of pink fish on a big stale donut with a glob of cream cheese sitting on the side. They were all eating pink fish. It makes me go nuts. I may have no guts, but I got my pride. My pastor came to visit. I made grits and chicken fried steak. Something was wrong. I said, Father, what is it? He said, Son, I need a break. Take me to a Jewish deli for a corned beef and a knish. I may have a Texas belly, but I want a New York City dish. They tell me that I fainted. I guess I could have passed for dead. I cried, oh Lord, please send a sign. He sent his son instead. I dreamt I was following Jesus and the people were coming in droves. He said, try what my daddy had made to please us. And he whipped out the fishes and the loaves. He was passing out pink fish on big stale donuts with globs of cream cheese sitting on the side. So I ate pink fish and it made me go nuts. Now if stands oh buts, I swallowed my pride. Amazing grace, how sweet the taste. That made a mensch of me I once was lost But I found my pride Cause I fixed my pink fish Southern fried Good yunt of y'all Pink fish It's an old recording Yeah, it's wonderful Boy, it takes me back In those days I didn't know how to edit yet You can still hear it <laughs> Uh, Alan, the show, Little Shop of Horrors, about a plant who, uh, a very carnivorous plant. Uh, how did you arrive at the, this, in this particular show, you, you really contributed the music. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 most times, uh, or I guess uh, 
often you contribute both music and lyrics, but mm-hmm. in Little Shop you did the music for Howard Ashman's lyrics and book. How did you arrive at the musical style for this particular show? It felt pretty natural to go to a style that was a dark side of the 50s. The um, Phil Spector, Crystals, Renes, Chiffons, uh, kind of the dark side of Greece, I guess. And uh, we had, when we first started the project, right after Rosewater, Howard had first mentioned it, and uh, uh, the style was different. It was more of a, we took more of a serious tack on it, kind of like a Brecht vial piece. But then uh, it wasn't fun, and uh, it was with that that first number you played when we came in, the Little Shop of Horror number, that um, uh, the style sort of dictated itself. Mm-hmm. And so in the show, we moved sort of chronologically through those styles in the 50s and then sort of emerge from that in Act 2. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that Motown sound can also be um, scary. I yeah, think. oh yes, it's menacing. Yeah, I mean, Howard points out that when you hear this um, uh, sound of the boom, 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 the, the is like the sound of chains crashing down on something. When did the, the movie that the show is based on come out? Uh, 61, I believe. Oh, so, it's, so it is early 60s. I want to play uh, this, what's really, if the other number is a prologue, this might be considered the opening number of the show, uh, mm-hmm. or it certainly tells you where you are. Uh, the song is entitled Skid Row. Uh, can you set this up a little bit? I mean, the, the use of the bum, for example, is, is terrific. And I think before we, we let people hear this, uh, we should... Well, the li- bum. Well, the bum is, on stage, is, is Marty Robinson, who's, the, who's actually the man who devised the plants and is inside of Audrey too. Uh, and when you hear his voice, it's it's um, he's just mouthing, and uh, Ron Taylor from backstage does uh, it does the the low basso voice, which is characteristic of these numbers. It's staged in a very interesting way because the the three women are are singing the, the song, and then all of a sudden you hear this low voice come mm-hmm. from nowhere, and you realize that the bum on the street is passed out. It's the one who just sang. Right, right. It's, it's <laughs> terrific. I mean, I, don't, I think most of the audience doesn't even see him at first until he stands up. Well, when I used to conduct the show at WPA, I definitely saw him because whenever he'd sort of come up and sing the, the note, he would crash back down, <laughs> usually bumping into the piano and knocking my music onto me. So I was very aware of him. Well, let's play uh, Skid Road Downtown, the, the opening number from Little Shop of Horrors. And for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, probably the only musical ever where a, a plant sings on the stage. Um, that's what we've been talking about when we mentioned Audrey, too. This is Skid Row or Downtown, featuring the entire company. And this is from the new original cast recording of Little Shop of Horrors.
always been poor I keep asking God what I'm for And he tells me, gee, I'm not sure Sweep that floor, kiddo I started life as an orphan A child of the streets Here on Skid Row He took me in, gave me shelter A bed, crust of bread and a job Treats me like dirt Calls me a slob, which I am So I live That's your home address You live When your life's a mess You live Where depression's just status quo Someone show me a way to get out of here Cause I constantly pray I'll get out of here Please won't somebody say I'll get out of here Someone give me my shot or I'll rot here Show me how and I will I'll get out of here I'll start climbing uphill and get out of here Someone tell me I still Skid Row, or downtown, featuring the entire company. Uh Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply a little shop of horrors you are listening to Anything Goes with composer Alan Menken. The album is, is so bright and, and uh, I don't, it's, it's, it's really Film Ramon uh, produced it and it's really, I guess he used pop recording techniques certainly. Oh, sure. And uh, I don't know, for this particular show, but that, that's dead on because... Well, he's dead on as it is because uh, besides having incredible credits, you know, currently with Billy Joel and Paul Simon and all the cast albums he's done, uh, he used to be the engineer for those old set, for a lot of those old sessions with the Crystals, Renettes, and Chiffons. Oh yeah, and Shirelles. I thought we, since uh, you brought them in, 
yesterday, I thought we'd feature one of the, the cut songs from the show, which is called A Little Dental Music. Mm. And I thought you might be interested. You say this song didn't even really make it into the rehearsal process. Do you remember the rationale why it got dropped so early? It just wasn't needed. Uh, this, I guess, was a number that was to go after Get It, where uh, the plant uh, commands Seymour to go forth and bring him <laughs> fresh human blood. Seymour goes to the dental office and uh, and uh, he decides he's going to sacrifice the dentist to, to the plant. The dentist being a, a sadistic uh, boyfriend of Audrey who beats her up and of course he's secretly in love with Audrey. This sounds like it might have been uh, in a scene t- outside of the, the dental office. Is, is that where There's it is? No, yeah, right, exactly. It's the Muzak. It's sort of a parody of, of uh, the kind of music you hear before you go in and have your uh, teeth drilled. A little dental music, strings is strumming, flutes are trilling, numbing minds and calming nerves while steps away. The beast is drilling, music in the lobby helps the patients to ignore the fact that writhing agony waits right behind the door. Castellanets. Gordon Jenkins, Ferranti and Teicher, Lo, the Mormon tabernacle sings. The sounds of pain are muted by a thousand living strings. A little dental music, your appointment's for eleven, but you'll wait in here till noon. The swooning strains of Andre Previn Next it's Montavani After him you couldn't care You're in for brutal torture When it's your turn When it's your turn Next It's your turn In the performing a cut song from Little Shop of Horrors called Little Dental Music. Yeah. It's a lovely song, really. Well, thanks. I just wanted to explain the, the reason it, it didn't work, though, is it, it was fat in there. It just, it just didn't serve a function. But when we originally, you know, in the movie, the, the character of the dentist is very different. It's, um, and uh, we were still, I think, playing around with his character. And, and, uh, uh, but by the time we got into rehearsal, there was just no room for that. We went right into... You know the gas number. Right. Sometimes the the good has to go um, yeah. just to to make it lean. Um, yeah. The the, the Dennis uh, song. We're not going to play uh, the song about laughing gas, but uh, it's a wonderful scene where uh, I guess uh, Seymour has decided that the first victim mm-hmm. for the plan is the state of masochistic uh, den or sadistic. sadistic. Yeah, uh, Dennis, and. Uh, Goes goes to put him away, and he ends up. Dennis puts himself away with with the gas. Yeah, he has a primitive mask, uh, and uh, he can't get it off his head, and so he literally laughs himself to death. <laughs> which I might explain uh, got me in a little bit of trouble because my dad is uh, is not only a dentist but a former president of the American Analgesic Society, <laughs> and uh, said, "How did you ever permit this to get in there?" And I thought back, and I thought. Actually, it was my idea, <laughs> but it was based on... The, the, Subconscious, the, the, yeah. Well, the character of the dentist was in the original movie, but... Uh, mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's fun. It's funny when the, the dentist reveals himself to He comes in his motorcycle jacket and, yeah. and sings that song, I'm a dentist, or be a son be a dentist. Your cast is, is really wonderful in, in the show. Uh, Ellen Green, uh, Lee Wilkoff, and Ron Taylor, and on and on and on. Everybody could be mentioned. Uh, Ellen Green as, as Audrey, the, the, the heroine, um, is, is really created just a wonderful sort of... Uh, I don't know I don't know how I would describe her interpretation of Audrey, but it's, uh, mm. it's just classic. Yeah, it is wonderful. Did uh, Somewhere That's Green, that's a number... It's an interesting lyric, too, because of the use of all the uh, references from that period. Sure, yeah. Uh, how, did, how did you, when you worked with uh, Howard on that song, how did you deal with that musically? Did he bring, did he bring the lyric to you complete? Yeah, and we had earlier versions of the song, which had a different release. Uh, and we, we ran through a couple of versions of it until we came up with the one we like and the one we currently use. It's, you know, I think what interests me about that number is it could have been strictly a funny number about parodying someone who their big dream in life is to live in the, the, the suburbs, you know. Mm-hmm. And yet it, it becomes very touching as well as funny, sure. which I think is the secret of, of the brilliance of that song, is that it's not just a, a funny number. I mean, this, this woman's dream is heartfelt, even if it is to have a chain-link fence. And it's uh, Thank quite, you. Well, it's, that's what we aim for. So. Yeah, it's, it's quite beautiful. Um, and I, I guess, that the, and we won't be playing the uh, second half of it, but it's, it's wonderful when, when you make the final twist in the show. Oh, the reprise. Yeah, because yeah. somewhere that screen becomes uh, <laughs> inside the plant. Yeah. Okay, this is uh, Ellen Green from the original cast of Little Shop of Horrors performing the song Somewhere That's Green. Oh, did I mention that you, you were performing little dental music? I guess I didn't. Uh, I right, most of the voices you hear that you don't recognize are today. mine. Right. D- uh, Alan has uh, graciously um, allowed me to, to play a number of songs today that have never been uh, put down on records or uh, you know, made it to cast recordings, and so we we're getting to hear them, the Mencken treatment. Today. My pleasure. Okay, Somewhere That's Green, performed by Ellen Green. But I'm dating a semi-sadist So I got a black eye and my arms in a cast Still that scene was a cutie Well if not, he's good enough beauty And I dream of a place where we could be together What kind of a place is that, honey? An emergency room? Oh, no, it's just a daydream of mine. A little development I dream of just off the interstate. Not fancy like Levittown. Just a little street and a little suburb far, far from Urban Skid Row. Oh, I dream about it all the time. Just me and the toaster. And a sweet little guy like Seymour. A matchbox of our own. A fence of real chain link. A grill out on the patio. Dispose all in the sink. A washer and a dryer. 
in a tractor that we share somewhere that's green. He rakes and trims the grass. He loves to mow and weed. I cook like Betty Crocker, and I look like Donna Reed. There's plastic on the furniture. Kids watch howdy doody as the sun sets in the west. A picture out of better homes and gardens magazine. Far from Skid Row. Performing somewhere that's green from the score to Little Shop of Horrors, and my guest today is Alan Menken, composer of that score. You've been listening to Alan Menken Part One, the first of a three-part series. Anything goes backstage with Broadway's best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.